sec. I'm gonna get me um, a beer. Yeah, all. <laughs> hey, Robert, my husband Bruce is now in here. Um, you want a beer? I'll pass on a beer for now. You sure? Okay, okay. say hello to folks. Yes. So hey. this is my sweetie. Hello. Um, he's and I'm crazy. Uh, was was uh, so if you didn't see that as about a week ago, Elizabeth Warren was she Facebook living? Is that what she was doing? What I, she, I, believe, she, so. I believe it was an Instagram. Uh, yeah, same same principle, right? And um, it has been done to great excess by other uh, people that want to become president of the United States, uh, particularly want to become the nominee for the Democrat Party. Beto O'Rourke did it his whole campaign and looked incredibly natural doing it. Mm-hmm. Looked just like a regular guy. Um, OAC also did it a lot, including drinking beer, um, when she would talk to fans and looked incredibly like a regular person doing it. Very believable. And Elizabeth Warren, I think, wanted a piece of that action and attempted to, I mean, this is the way I see it, attempted to choreograph being just a regular person at home. It was a Saturday Night Live parody of a politician attempting to appear natural. It was a broad, like, Hillary Clinton parody. It was so bad, it's wonderful. I, I have, have many thoughts on this, but one of them is, it just, it sucks the way the whole presidential campaign thing is. It's both entertaining and delicious, and I love it, and I'll participate in it for the next two years. That's right. Two years. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> although the first debate is in six months, so they got to position themselves heading into that. Um but I hate the fact that this stuff matters at all. I mean, that it gets any attention. The how authentic was she drinking a beer, and then she's asked about it, and she has to respond to it, and then, you know, just, I can't believe that's the way we choose people, as opposed right. to only discussing her tax policy or her view of whether or not we should be in Syria. I appreciate you standing up for serious questions of policy and governance. On the other hand, somebody who says, oh, yeah, this will be good. And is that far off? That says something. She feels like, she's delusional. She feels like Hillary. She feels like Mitt Romney. She feels like many other people that have had to try to be authentic and it didn't work. Hmm. I mean, she just feels like that to me. Do you think, but, Sean, but isn't trying to be authentic kind of answering the question? <laughs> yes, yes. It's like I read the other day. If you if you ever think about, am I humble? You're not. <laughs> No, that's why I never think about it, because I'm the best at being humble. There's but, nobody better at being humble than I am. But both of you, I would like to have you weigh in, just as I'm doing a little poll of two people. All right. Um, her husband walking in, was yes. that completely choreographed? I want you to come in right after I do blank, or was was that natural? I, it, it, if it was natural, they need a lot of counseling. What a strange relationship. <laughs> No, it was clearly scripted. You think it was scripted? Hi, Bruce. Oh, yeah. Good to see you. It's good to be here, honey. I'll pass on that beer for now. You could hear the cue cards being flipped in the background as they were progressing through the script. Otherwise, the only question would be, what's going on? I'm doing a video. Oh. Why? Are... You've never done that before. <laughs> So knowing, because the alternative is that's a pretty good knowing point. she was making a video. That's a pretty good point. Because if I walk in the kitchen and my wife is standing in front of a TV camera, right. what are you doing? Hi, honey. Want another scone? <laughs> What's going on? Would be your only question. You haven't talked to me in a week. Why are you, why are you facing that way instead of at me? Right. Because the camera's over here. What camera? I'm doing a live Instagram thing. Oh, 
Hey, what's going on? Sure. You'd react completely differently. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that yeah, now that you point that out, that is just absolutely completely 100% obvious. I'm going to have me a beer. You don't like the way she, play the very beginning of that again? <laughs> That's it's so enjoyable. <laughs> Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um a beer. Those of us who enjoy the suds hey. don't usually make an announcement and a hand clap on um, it. I'm going to get me a beer. Oh, and then, then the, oh, can, do we have the rest of it? Listen to the rest of their interaction. You don't do that at home? No. I think I'll get me a glass of wine. Um, you want a beer? I'll pass on the beer for now. Sure? This is my favorite part. Yes. So, this is my sweetie. Hello. Um, he's and I'm crazy uh, I love you. I love you, too. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy your beer. Who have we got here so far? All right, listen. A couple been together a long time, getting on in years, still in love. It's a beautiful thing. She slaps him on the rump. There you go. It's a beautiful thing. I I love that. On the other hand, thanks for being here. Thanks. Good to be here. Where where would he be? What, what? He's at home. This is my house. This is my if, kitchen. You know, if I walk into the kitchen, Judy says to me, Joe, thanks for being here. I'm going to say, what? what? <laughs> thanks for being here. This okay, is my, so, let me check my license. Yeah, that's my address. Okay, so that's all very entertaining. Yes. It's, it's odd that this these discussions are how we choose our candidates, but it it is. Did you see the thing? I don't know if I tweeted it out or not because it's not really safe for work. The re- the, one of the popular responses on YouTube, that black guy. Did you watch that video? No, I did not. Oh, it's flipping hilarious. Oh, really? He's listening to, to some uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, some boy. really raunchy music. Oh, boy. <laughs> this black guy. And then he says, oh, hi. I didn't see you all there. I'm Elizabeth Warren. I was just listening to some Wu-Tang Clan. because <laughs> That's what I do when I'm sitting around just as a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> we, very, why don't we post that label not very safe for funny. work? Yeah. It's very, very funny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but we may have a bigger controversy than that. Oh, boy. Trying to nail down whether this is true or not. So there are some knickknacks up on the shelf behind her. You can see the screen there, Hanson. That one, the third from the left, if you zoom in on it, some people are claiming, and I don't know if it's true or not, is a, a, an old-timey, stereotypical black Sambo-type character Eating a big piece of watermelon. With a big old smile, a big, like, black face smile. The yeah. racist, stereotypical black, big lips, eating a big piece of watermelon. Right. Now, this is making the rounds, so that's its own story. Whether it's true or not, it's its own story that somebody got this out there. Right. Uh, and and just the way the modern world works in the in modern media, and this will make the rounds, and some of some people will believe it forever, whether it's true or not. Can I see the close-up again? Because I'm looking at the original video, and there is a knickknack that looks a lot like it in the back. So I've seen a lot of different kind of posts, and they all offer a different quote unquote. Here's what the thing actually is, and they go to like a Google image that right. So uh-huh. yeah. I don't know if that's the specific one. I've seen other versions of people saying no, this is the one, but I haven't seen any two overlap yet. Yeah. I don't think it's that. And well, a, no, I don't think so either. I, it, well, it's it, it's remarkably similar. I mean, it well, could be that. You'd you'd have to think that somebody has been uh, is a is a is a woman of the left. I mean, there's certainly no nobody believes she's a racist or anything like that. Um, and has that on her shelf for all these years and 
for what reason nobody noticed or anything like that. Although, yeah. although you do put stuff on your shelf and it's there for years and you never pay any attention and someday you wonder why is that there? Well, and as I related a couple of years ago when my son was uh, filling up a college apartment and we were looking for cheap furniture, we were hitting a bunch of garage sales. 90% of what is bought and sold at garage sales in America is knickknacks. So never buy any new knickknacks. There are enough knickknacks to both nick and knack every home in America <laughs> four times over. Already in circulation, <clears throat> and you can get them a dime on a dollar at your local garage sale. Don't buy new knickknacks right. or new racist knickknacks. Well, see, I don't think it's that I, I will tell you this. I would agree with your reasoning, given her politics and the rest of it, unless she has that sort of thing to remind her of the vestiges of racism gone by or something like it. Um, Although that sort of thing would have flown 30, 40 years ago. Yes. I mean, you could eat at a restaurant called Sambo's that had a character that looked just like that on the on the menu. Yeah. Um, All over the country. I understand this is getting a lot of play on 4chan, which is uh, the Wild West chunk of the Internet where uh, folks uh, of the far right enjoy uh, the green pastures. It's it's, um, it's also the playing ground of international kind of messing with memes and stuff like that. I was that. just yeah. going to say this is absolutely Russian bot-esque stuff. Right. That That's the main reason I bring it up. I don't think it's real, but this sort of stuff is going to be daily. Yes. During this election campaign with 30-some candidates running against Trump. And and we're all going to have to spend so much time trying to figure out what is real and what is not. It's just going to be mind-boggling. I tell you what, that 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 watermelon-eating trinket is exactly the same shape. Right now, I understand. It could be what, lots of things. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. thing that looks closest to me is it. There's a a figure kind of sitting down with their hands out, kind of like the hey, like. Oh, what, what happened? What, do you worry? <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? happened? Well, <laughs> she, she can put an end to this right. within the hour. Do another exciting and natural Instagram video. Hey, here's what the knickknack is. It's a what happened. Um, yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. But the fact that this m- made the rounds this morning, that there's going to be so much of this this oh, election. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be insane. How are we going to deal with this? Well, and and we are, I think we're, we're still the day before the technology that's really terrifying, which we've discussed before on the Armstrong and Getty Show, where you can, with seamless realism, put words in my mouth, on video, in my voice, with my face moving in a realistic fashion, as if I were saying those words, even though I'm not. Which is, at, at that point, I don't even know what to do. I don't know either. Lock my doors and stay at home. Um, <laughs> if, if you can have, uh, you know, positive Sean saying something utterly horrifying, natural voice, natural face movement, movement on video. You know, as Twain said, the, the, a lie will make it around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. If you have something that convincing, what damage will that do before the incredibly complicated process of, well, how would the truth even put on its shoes in that case? I don't know. And uh, You would have to just say over and over again, I don't think that. I would never say that. That's one of those uh, videos we all know about now. But, well, you know, good if, luck. If we end up in a world, and I, I think we're headed there, I don't think there's any. How could you argue with this statement? We're headed toward a world where nobody believes anything. Yeah, to a large extent. Anything you hear in the news, I mean. I'll still believe that. The sun is rising in the east and kids are cute and all that sort of stuff. Right, yeah. um, Kiss is still a kiss. 
and I need to eat less. I believe that. <laughs> oh, but, boy. But, but we won't believe anything in the news. We're headed toward that world. You know who's going to benefit from that? The bad guys. The good guys aren't going to prevail in that. The bad guys. So the bad guys can always claim, no, I didn't do that. No, mm-hmm. that wasn't me. Even right. when it was. Both sides of that coin are scary. Yeah. I'm reminded of 2008 when I was saying repeatedly to the Armstrong and Getty audience, he's not a Kenyan. He's a socialist. Focus. There are a lot of good reasons not to vote for Elizabeth Warren. I don't think being a Klansman is one of them. <laughs> A secret Klansman. But I will look forward to seeing this uh, adjudicated. Yeah, no, the story here is how we're going to have to deal with this kind of misinformation out there. Right, right. Do you think uh, the Tangerine Tornado might be the subject to some of this stuff? When Russia gets up and running and is just trying to sow hate and discontent, we'll see all sorts of stuff about Trump that's not true. All the time. Oof. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We can, we can really, we can make a difference. We can turn this, we can turn this shit in the way we want to go, man. Towards love, creating a healthy planet for all of us. So Jeff Bridges gets the Lifetime Achievement Award and, and sounds like the Big Lebowski. Did he? He didn't before the movie Big Lebowski, or at least I wasn't aware of it. I think he's embraced his dudehood. I, Did I that just, unleash something in him, or was he you, hiding it all these years? I think there was some of that, but uh, yeah. Dude! Yeah, we can turn this thing, man. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Um, our text line, 415-295-KFTC. A lot of new stations today and new listeners, and you can contact us in a variety of ways. But Welcome, my friends. We got this text about the Elizabeth Warren video. If I walk into my house and my wife says, my wife says, thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm about to be part of an intervention. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we think you've been drinking too much, or oh, eating what? too much, or spending too much, or something. Now, it's important that you realize these are all your friends here. Yeah, exactly. That would be weird. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Well, it'd be a weird intervention if they're serving beer. Because <laughs> she's drinking one right there. Hey, look, you're a drunk. you got to accept it. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> and I'm I trying think, to... I think I'll... Uh, because the, the clap is key. You're right about that. I'm going to have me a beer. <laughs> Claps hands, it says on her script in the back of the camera. <laughs> so the question of whether she had a racist knickknack on her shelf has become a thing, as the kids say. And I'm looking at the uh, the, the hatred online going both ways. Evidently, uh, Fox News host Tommy Laren, who we've met once, <coughs> did Got an event picture with taken her with her. My, 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 my brother was very excited. Plucky young woman. Uh, she tweeted the picture of the uh, the the knickknack behind Elizabeth Warren, and then the close up of the alleged racist thing. She later deleted that tweet. The internet went wild, as the internet always does, and um, accused her of racism. 
Of course, Fox News, a far-right propaganda machine, racism, president, and then the uh, guy writing this article, it's not clear to me exactly how pointing out someone else's racism makes you a racist, but that's the Internet's logic. So, you know, which reminds me, we've got to get to the the great fake news trend of the 21st century, but it's not clear to me at all whether she has a an allegedly racist knick-knack from the days of yore on her shelf or not, but I'm sure that'll come out. I think, yeah, well, yeah, I would imagine fairly quickly. She will take a picture from her kitchen. This is what it actually is. That'll be the end of that. But but this is the age of authenticity, and she is wildly inauthentic. She ain't going to win nothing. So she if got you're out stirred first. up about this, I wouldn't bother. She got out first. Yeah, it's fine. She'll get out first, too. Get out of here. No, the first person out, he got in and already got out. Who did? Um, uh, Del- Devlin, Delvin, Dev, Dev, Dev. Uh, Barrett. Oh, oh, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, he he had a, he'd said he was running for president and has already decided not to. Yeah, good try. The governor of one of your northeastern states. Sure, Maryland. Okay, um, Devlin Barrett. That's the name. Certainly, or Barrett Devlin, <laughs> and he's out already for some reason. So <laughs> many governors. Devlin um, Barrett is a reporter from the Washington Post. That okay, well, then, on the then, show. then that's not it. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm close. Uh, I'll think of it. Sure, it'll pop into your head maybe, any second. Maybe now. it was holding him back his name recognition. <laughs> so I just called my son because he was really dreading going back to school today and nervous about it. Oh, Two-week break. Yeah. yeah, and I just thought it was, it was notable because it's the first time. He's a third grader. He's uh, going on nine. It's the first time he's ever not wanted to go to school and dreaded going to school. Mm. To me, is inevitable because he's a product of my loins. I never liked going to school. Uh, is there any chance that this is related to the aforementioned haircut that he doesn't like? No, it's not. Okay, it's, it's okay. a good question though, because he did get a haircut he didn't like. Yeah. But um, uh, no, it's related to long division. Oh. They're starting long division. Oh. <laughs> I was and, going uh, to go off on a long tangent about developmental milestones and self consciousness in the pre pubescent male, but yeah, no, he just he fears long division. Uh, I I hated school for the the schoolwork and the social part. He loves the social part, doesn't like the score. Mm. But um, uh, I, I asked uh, his best friend in class, you looking forward to school? No, I'm dreading it. So I was happy to hear that, just in that it's not just my son at yeah. this age. That Also, I think it, he's about at the point where school has transitioned more or less fully from this is about fun and playing to this is about work and doing stuff you wouldn't naturally do on your own. Right. Because your first certainly kindergarten, and a lot of first and second grade is fun, and they present it as all fun. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, it's just, this is stuff you have to do because that's what human beings do. And it's work and hard, and it's not fun. And he has definitely reached that point where he realized that. Mm. And uh, Just tell him that remainders, you only have to worry about those for like a year and a half, and and then you don't have to deal with them ever again. You learn about decimals. Get a calculator. Yeah, come on. He said that the other day. He said, why can't I just have a computer? <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Senator Lindsey Graham unleashing on Democrats for the partial government shutdown. We have some more highlights. We've got more health concerns about a Supreme and actor Kevin Spacey in court Weird. this morning after releasing a really creepy video. Yeah. Kevin, quit touching my junk. Yeah, that video he put out, If you, did oh, you follow that? Bizarre. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We would like
like to say hello to the good listeners in Cleveland on WINT. I've never said anything disparaging about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as far as you know. It's okay. Um, <laughs> in Kansas City on KMBZ, Sioux Falls, South Dakota on KSSO. People in Redding, California who've been begging for the Armstrong and Getty show. We're on, huge in the ding. On their own station for years can now listen to us on KCNR. So, welcome. Yep. Uh, we're starting on Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. Oh, never heard of it. Oh, um, uh, as we said earlier, if you like the show, great. Thank you. We're, we're glad you do. Um, if not, give it a week. Give it a week or two. It's, it's odd. It is not the typical talk radio show. Uh, and it takes a while to get the vibe and get to know everybody. And uh, we think, like so many, you'll enjoy it very much once you get used to it. But it does take a little getting used to. I didn't we're love, an acquired taste, don't you know? I did love Cleveland the week we were there for the Trump convention. Yes. Looking oh, yeah. awesome. I enjoy. I love Cleveland. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. All right. I will echo the headlines of so many other outlets. Today is day 17 of the partial government showdown. As a standoff. Shutdown. And showdown. All right, so showdown over the shutdown. Yep, and as the, the wall brawl, as the standoff <laughs> continues, Senator Lindsey Graham went on a tear targeting Democrats for the partial shutdown on CBS Face the Nation. He was talking about the lack of progress in those stalled talks. I think we'll have offers on the table when we find somebody that's not crazy to deal with. We're not going to put any offers on the table as long as people in charge of these negotiations accuse all of us who want a wall of being a racist and see our Border Patrol agents as gassing children. Until you get that crowd put to the sidelines, I don't see anything happening. The idea that a physical barrier is morally reprehensible and and unacceptable is is a strange and silly notion held by almost nobody. We have hundreds of miles of that. The new Speaker of the House said it's immoral. and She doesn't uh, mean that. She's just pandering. Well, and when asked to clarify that, she she doubled down on that. So she's going with that. A wall is a moral thing, but... A barrier wouldn't be? I mean, and the thousand miles we've already got of barrier? Right. NPR National Progressive Radio was talking about this uh, this morning, and uh, for some reason they get my tax money. But anyway, um, <laughs> they had a Democratic uh, senator on, and there is uh, John giving the talking points. Then the uh, the host, to my shock and dismay, you know what? No, it was CNN. Sorry, it was CNN. Um, uh, the host said... Well, are all physical barriers immoral? Because there are hundreds of miles of them, and you've voted for them in the past. And the hemming and hawing which followed was quite entertaining, uh, the long and short of which was, well, it's just important that we ask the experts where they need to be and what's most effective, and maybe it's more people and more technology. And blah, blah. Yeah, we all agree on that. So you're telling me you can't go to the White House and say, Listen, you know, physical barriers are great some places, other places it's other solutions. Right. Let's uh, let's figure out what's best. You can't just have that conversation? Come on! Howard Kurtz on his show yesterday, um, where he looks at the media, brought that up as being some unfair media coverage and that not enough Democrats are being asked about their past votes for walls. Right. If it was, you know, did it start being immoral recently, or how did that work? On another front, we got Chinese and American officials beginning their talks aimed at ending a bruising tariffs battle with threats going back and forth. Chinese spokespeople urging the U.S. to do its part to create, quote, a good atmosphere for an agreement. A call from a Chinese... Quit stealing our technology, huh? The call from a Chinese foreign ministry spokesman came after Beijing complained over the sighting of a U.S. warship in what it said were Chinese waters. 
All right. Yeah, so uh, Wall Street Journal yesterday with trade tensions take a toll on China's economy and how it's hitting them really hard. And behind the scenes, officials in uh, China are saying, we can't handle this much longer or we're going to have serious problems. Right. I saw a big piece in the Wall Street Journal uh, the other day as well about China's uh, demographic problems, which we've been talking about for quite some time. They are not an unstoppable, unstoppable economic juggernaut. Far from it. And she, for all his newly acquired powers, president for life, essentially, is much more vulnerable than I think people understand. Also, as I've been reading so much more about this and did a lot during the break, China is an evil country. Oh, yeah. They are evil. Why we don't look at them the same way we looked at the Soviet Union for Because we do so much business with them. I guess, but they are an evil country. Well, Mm -hmm. evil regime. I'm sure that most of the people have no interest in having millions of slaves, for instance, right. that they do have in China. Right. A lot of buzz this morning about Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She will not be on the bench today when the court hears oral arguments. The court I says... Heard, I saw somebody tweet over the weekend when it was announced that she had recovered from her having a tumor removed from her right. lung or whatever. Right. I saw somebody tweet, I've taken longer to recover from a big meal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently she needs a couple more days. Yeah, the court says she's going to miss the session. She's recuperating, as you said, from cancer surgery that she had last month. I hope she's okay. But again, if Trump ends up with a third Supreme Court justice in his first term. That's the headline, man. No matter what else happens. God. That's the headline. And can you imagine this next fight, what that would be like? Holy cow. Actor Kevin Spacey's pleading not guilty in his Nantucket, Nantucket sexual assault case. The actor is accused of groping an 18-year-old busboy at a restaurant in Nantucket in 2016. I'm not sure this is such a giant crime. Is that a giant crime for an older gay guy to, to be Grab groping? a guy's a, junk in public an repeatedly? Adult? Well, it's a crime. It's there on the books. You don't like the crime, Jack? Run for the legislature in Nantucket. The city council or whatever. But is it, but is it the sort of thing charge. that never happens or is regularly prosecuted? No, apparently the, the, it was so obnoxious and repeated. The dude says, look, I'm fine. Yeah, but, and he joked about it for years because this was a long time ago yeah. with all his friends about when Kevin Spacey wouldn't leave him alone. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. I, it just doesn't seem like that big a <laughs> deal. He lied about how old he was, so that's why Kevin Spacey was buying him drinks. He uh-huh. claimed he was 23 because any smart 18-year-old... If somebody wants to buy you drinks, licenses are at least 21. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I just, I just don't see it as that big a deal. This is not Harvey Weinstein pinning women on the couch and raping them. I, I, don't, I don't see how it gets lumped together. During his court appearance today, Spacey... Uh, Kevin Spacey's a weirdo, because you're about to get to his video. Spacey looked slightly bemused and did not speak during the hearing. On the day, though, the indictment was first announced, Spacey released this video. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. In the bizarre putting on of his House of Cards character persona to address his real-world sick offenses. While wearing, like, a Santa Kitchen apron, yeah, right. right. It was inexplicable. Yeah. I mean, the term bizarre is overused in the modern world. That was bizarre. Is he crazy? I don't know. <laughs> Not quite sure what he was thinking. Perhaps he and Elizabeth Warren should get together and <laughs> discuss, you know, thinking out videos before you make them. 
and put them out. Meanwhile, one of Spacey's associates is saying he's getting a lot of offers for acting gigs in Europe and Russia, even as we speak. Mm, good mm. for him. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. By the way, I looked it up so so I can have some dignity. Ah, yes. Deval Patrick. That's the one. The two-term <laughs> Democratic governor of Massachusetts. That's right. Said he will not run for president. He had done the whole exploratory committee and all that sort of stuff. So his name was put in with the 36 of people that were running. He's a pretty big deal. Two-term Democrat of a big state. Right. Or, a, a, you well, know, a state well, that gets well a lot of attention. State. It's got a hook shape right out there. Keep God. Um, he said he's not running, be- citing the cruelty of the process, which well, is... amen to that, brother. Which is code for I got... Coward. Sent- this is code for I got a secret they were going to find out. It's code wow. for I'm not tough enough. Wow, wait a minute. I'm going to stand up for human decency here. The state of our politics is sick, predatory. It's disgusting. He did the whole thing where, I bet, he did the whole thing where you hire op-ed research on yourself. They said, uh, okay, here's what what we got. (laughs) Okay. Ah! (laughs) How'd you find it? That has happened in the past. Oh, yeah. That, and that happens regularly. Sure. You're expecting a little dossier, and then you were once seen drunk, blah, blah, and you're thinking, oh, no problem. Then they they come to your office, bam, they got 500 pages. What is that? I guess I won't run for president. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, how many copies did you make of this? <laughs> so we need to jump into the, uh, the wall brawl. Um, a little more OAC. And the hilarious cancellation of the Women's March in Northern California because they decided it was too white. That's who lives there. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. How long is the shutdown going to last? I think it goes past the State of the Union. Oh and uh, I think the living will envy the dead. No, I think... I just want the joke. I thought it was funny. <laughs> By the end of the shutdown, the living will envy the dead. <laughs> I was discussing with my 19-year-old college-age daughter and her beau uh, what 2019 was likely to be, you know, just broadly described, and we all agreed it will be... Uglier, nuttier, and more chaotic than 2018, which is really saying something. Ooh, uh, h- how would you argue with that? It I mean, absolutely, it's almost got to. It almost, it, yeah, but that is, it is clearly true and troubling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not sure I can take it. We'll all endure it together, my friends. It is quite shocking, if nobody's pointed it out to you. It depends on your age, I suppose, but 1999 was 20 years ago. <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah, I know. I'm going to party like it's 1999 was 20 years ago. Remember the Y2K thing? Yeah, Y2K. Holy crap. I still have my computer shut down just as a precaution. (laughs) So listen, I saw this during our vacation when I, Joe Getty, youthful, athletic, vital young man, had to get my hip replaced. Uh, Freak. Freakishly, kind of took a turn there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm very, very young, but uh, it, it just had to happen. But as I was recuperating, I came across this story, and I thought it was a parody, a delightful and clever parody. 
that could have been written by me. Turns out it's true. The Women's March in mostly white Humboldt County, California, was canceled because the organizers believed it would be too white. And that wouldn't properly represent the something or other of the intersectional something, social justice, something, something that is so vital to their souls. The hilarity of this is just, I can't even describe it. That's who lives there in like far north rural California. You're going to have a women's march in Compton. You're not going to get a lot of Hasidic Jews. And that's okay. You have a women's march in El Paso, Texas. The number of Norwegians is going to be somewhat depressed. That's okay. And the fact that they can't see that. I mean, I, I would dedicate my life to fighting this social justice warrior insanity. Except I think it's going to commit suicide. It's unsustainable. It's just yeah. it's mentally ill. The statistics are um, ignored a lot. Of Democrats in the last presidential election, I don't remember the number exactly, but it was nearly 70% of the votes cast were white people. Right. I know there's been a great coloring of America since the 50s or whatever, but it's still 70% of the Democrats were white. Right. Well, and so, so having mostly white is not some sort of it's not shame or, right. or something bad happened. It's just right. who lives in the country. And what it really is, the only thing that scares me a little bit, having been a student of extremist movements in the 20th century, is that all of those movements, whether it's, you know, the Maoism or, you know, old, uh, you know, who the Chancellor of Germany or, uh, <laughs> or your Khmer Rouge or whatever, they were all laughed at at first because they were so nuts. But they were willing to be so brutal. And they exercise their brutality in smart ways. Like, um, there's nobody, really, who believes all that crazy university intersectional social justice warrior stuff. Except, you know, the three dozen people smashing hood ornaments in uh, Portland downtown during some protest. That's the only people who believe that. On the other hand, they're savvy about, if you are, for instance, commercially supported, contacting your sponsors and trying to scare them. And certain numbers of sponsors scare easily. And so they're absolutely savage and, and, and heartless and merciless in trying to hurt those who oppose them. So you can't ignore it completely. I'm tempted because when one of the whitest places in California cancels a march because there'd be too many white people there, you can't believe it would be able to sustain itself. Well, right. And then how about just how about you focus on what people think? If it's 100 percent white, but they agree with your cause, then how is that not a perfectly OK march? Hey, Eureka, California gals. I know I'm mansplaining here and I'm told it's a bad thing. How about the idea that y'all get together and you express solidarity with women, women's rights, you know, hashtag me Too, whatever, you know, the potpourri of, of causes is. And you look to El Paso, Texas, and you see a bunch of Hispanic gals saying the same thing. And down there in Compton, you got all sorts of people, black, white, whatever, Hispanic, saying, hey, we agree with that. And then and, and what was the other? It doesn't matter. Minneapolis, St. Paul, you got a bunch of charming Norwegians in the large Somali population are marching and saying the same thing. We used to call that coming together. We used to think, hey, that's kind of cool, but you're also up your own hineys with like uber steroid fed hyper enlightenment. You can't even breathe. You're you're twisting yourself into pretzels. Y'all are hilarious. Yeah, well, back to my theme of let's focus on policies and not either stupid stuff or uh, 
what color or gender you are or right. that sort of thing. Amen. What if, what if I assembled the 10,000... Uh, Content I, of your character, in I, short. I could come up with 10,000 black, Hispanic, and trans people that like Trump. Would you like having them march? I don't think you probably would, because you don't like Trump. Right. So, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. You didn't say the H word. I'm going to be the first to say the H word in the year 2019. Wow. Because I was on a flight with my children, flying United. We had the TV and the seat back in front of us. Yes. Went to the Family and Kids channel. Perfect. For them to be able to watch some uh, TV on the flight. Family and Kids channel. You assume that's going to be shows for families and kids. Yes. First show that pops up is Hitler the Junkie. (laughs) A documentary biography on the more than 70 different drugs that Hitler took during his reign. The Hitler bell to alert us when somebody mentions Hitler to avoid the overuse. Following that show on the Family and Kids channel for my seven and eight year old was Inside the SS, a documentary on the uh, holy cow the secret police of Hitler. There in were Germany. they animated? <laughs> no, they were just documentaries about it in the Soviet Union. Just Hitler documentaries on the Family and Kids channel there at United. Got a lot of time to fill. <laughs> you know how kids love ethnic cleansing shows. Wow, thanks, United. When you're not killing dogs and smashing guitars, you're jamming Hitler down kids' throats. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.